Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses, Season 7, Episode 4, Brevity. 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. Use fewer words. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did, we used that joke once, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, come up with words that you didn't use before. But use them shortly. Use no. different, fewer words. <laughs> Brevity. And, and this is an example of how not to be brief. Yes. We're reprising <laughs> your same this is also This is also an example of how not to deliver a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Belabor it? Oh. Uh, okay, brevity. Um, I'm going to be kind of quiet this podcast. No, I'm not because I can't. No, but you, you've got... Everybody wants to learn about brevity from a guy who writes 450,000 word books. Hey, I've but... never gone to 450. 400 now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at brevity, but I think brevity is very important. And there are very, various different aspects of brevity. You can have a 300,000 word book that feels brief um, because you are always being in late and out early. And you can have one that feels very verbose. Um, yes. Granted, it's going to feel pretty verbose <laughs> compared to a good short story. But how do we be brief? Well, you already mentioned one of the key things, which is uh, to get into the story late and out of the scenes early. And basically what that means is um, you, you want to know what your story is about and start at the point as close as possible to where things begin happening. Um, I, I like to think of it uh, with short fiction as, um, as my change point and that I try to start as close to the change point as I can uh. without having to build a whole lot of backstory. So giving you just enough to understand, to ground you before that first change happens. Yeah, I call it the inciting incident. Inciting incident um, is, yeah. The thing to keep in mind is that sometimes what you, the writer, think is the inciting incident is actually not the change point. That's, uh, you know, you, you have a second incident later on that, that may be a better place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and often, and that I think that brings us to our second trick, uh, one of the ways to be brief is to start editing by lopping off the first or the second chapter. Yeah, now, let's, um, let's, let's go ahead and defi- um, divide this. I think you can be brief in many different ways. Yes. What oh, yeah. we started by yes. talking about is story brevity. Let's go ahead and stick on story brevity mm-hmm. for a few minutes before we get to editing brevity, okay. which is something else. How can we make sure that our story is, in ca- is having maximum impact for the words that we are using? Well, 
when you're looking at short fiction, there's a couple of ways to control um, control your story length. And some of these also work in novel length when you're looking at uh, scenes. Mm-hmm. And that's basically that every character and scenic location you add adds roughly, and this is really rough rule, rule of thumb, adds roughly 500 to 1,000 words to your word count mm-hmm. for that short story or scene. So one thing you can do when you are coming up with your concept is to make sure that your characters are doing double duty. Like yeah. if you have two characters that are fulfilling the same function, you should roll them into one. Right. Um, scenic locations. Do they really need to travel someplace in order to have that other scene, or are you doing that just because it's a cool place? And mm-hmm. you can do that, but right. if you want to be concise, cut the mm-hmm. other location. Yeah, making making as much do as much possible. Wow, does that mm-hmm. even make sense? Uh, trying to have as every concept more with less yes do more work swiss army knife characters they're all functioning with you know they're all doing multiple things yeah um what about um all right let's go ahead and go into um the idea of of language brevity how do we approach actual brevity and language in doing not what i'm doing right now (laughs) i have to squish the dialogue into four panels and accomplish an actual story purpose plus a punchline into those four panels and it forces a whole lot of discipline on me. Um, I found, in fact, when I was at uh, uh, Mary's Writer's Retreat in is it September? Um, yes. Yeah, September of 2010, I found that it was very, very difficult for me to write quickly because I am accustomed to writing a paragraph and then going back over that paragraph and turning it into two sentences and then mm-hmm. going back into those two sentences and realizing, no, that's really just one line of dialogue communicating that idea. Um, and so, yeah, I'm turning, I'm, I'm literally turning 20 words into three. What are you cutting specifically? Usually. Uh, well, I mean, the first thing to go is the filler language. Okay, what's uh, filler language? Just, very. Okay. Well, as you know, uh, mm-hmm. the, the sorts of things that we do when we're speaking in order to warm our vocal cords up and yeah. start emitting syllables. Um, and then I start looking at the ideas in the, in the sentence and, or in the paragraph and uh, considering whether or not these can be combined into a single multifunctional idea. Yeah. And, and sometimes what I'm doing is looking at the ideas and saying, yeah, you know what? This one's actually superfluous. I'm going to save it for another strip. I'm going to pull it out. Because I'm, I'm just focusing on, on this one idea. Actually taking a class in copy editing, or mm-hmm. co- not copy editing, copywriting for advertising oh. is incredibly useful because mm-hmm. uh, one of the exercises that they had us do is that they gave us a paragraph of text and told us to cut it in half but retain the tone mm-hmm. and the feel and, and, and all the content. And you, what you wind up doing is looking for ways to combine words. Um, so, you know, instead of uh, elegant sofa, I would say the Davenport. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say is the, the, the briefer your writing becomes, the shorter of a form you're dealing with, the more important word choice is. Yep. From giant novel down to short story all the way down to poem. When you're in a poem, every single word has to pull an enormous amount of weight. And so you want to make your writing more brief, you really, really have to look at... All yeah. the words. Make sure that that's exactly the word you want. One of the tips I've heard for writers is burn your thesaurus. <laughs> if you really want to write well uh, and write briefly, 
you don't burn your thesaurus. You make sure that you're not saying to yourself, I really wish I had another word for couch. I'm tired of saying couch. What you say is, I wish I had a word that said couch in a way that communicates more than just couch. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. arrive at Davenport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things in here I'll throw in, we've mentioned before, is the expounding. Uh, you'll hear this anytime someone's talking. You'll hear it with us talking on writing excuses because it's what people do to communicate. They repeat themselves and they say things in different ways, which I just did. You see how that works? Mm -hmm. We do this a lot and it is something you can cut from your language in your writing and you'll find yourself writing it naturally. Um, And it makes you very self-conscious to even start thinking about it. Well, one thing that a lot of people do is that they'll say everything twice Yeah, and you need to not do that. (laughs) <laughs> you know, at the beginning uh, of this podcast, when we talked about how not to sell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's do our, let's, let's have our book of the week save us. Um, Who's got Mary, our book? You, you got our book yes, of the week? Yes, I'm going to recommend um, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. Now, Audible actually has a copy of it that is read by Ray Bradbury himself. And uh, how cool is that? But Ray Bradbury is not only, um, you know, one of the kings of short stories. He's also one of the kings of the concise novel. For, Fahrenheit 451 is one of the pivotal works of our time. And it is... Um, it's basically a novella. I mean, it's really, really short. And he is great. Highly recommended. I've said that multiple times now. Yep. So, audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Fahrenheit 451, the version narrated by Ray Bradbury. Um, also authored, of course, by Ray Bradbury. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little repetitive, now wasn't it? Hey, support See, the podcast. It's really self-conscious, doesn't it? It really does. It I, really, really does. I'll, yeah. be, I'll uh, be honest really, with you. As really. we... As we talk about that, and as we talk about uh, that with regard to podcasting, I'm always editing myself uh-huh. as I'm talking for these casts, trying to find ways to pre-prune uh-huh. my sentences. You're better than me. Yeah, yeah. we totally don't do that. Yeah. Producer Jordo is sitting twice. over there groaning at us. He's like, get on with it, guys. Jordo's okay. not even paying So attention. here's another trick. <laughs> okay. Since we were talking about very specific word choices. Um, when you were def- describing rooms, we, we've done podcasts talking about POV and how to use that to be more descriptive. But one trick is also to really look at the nouns that you use, mm-hmm. not just the verbs. We talk about, lots of people talk about paying attention to your verbs, you know, not walk slowly, but strolled. But nouns can also do a lot to set the scene and set it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the Davenport that I mentioned before yep. immediately tells you that you're indoors and you don't have to say that. Yep. Um, so looking for like 
two or three concrete things yep. and use those to hit the seed really fast. Well, and this is something that Dan has mentioned before that works really well. Instead of a big, thick paragraph full of description, if you describe one thing in brief and make it really concrete, often it will paint the entire picture mm -hmm. of the room for you if you do it right. A flickering light bulb with you know mm -hmm. dust in front of it tells you okay an attic or a storage room or something like this and if you describe that thing in one really impactful sentence you've you've done most of your work already yeah what that's one trick is to pick a signature element and yes. it, it needs to be a signature element yes it does um the other trick is to have your pov character give us an analogy mm -hmm. you know he he walked into the the foyer of the office building and it felt like being in church yeah. Mm -hmm. And suddenly we we are picturing, you know, maybe it's vaulted ceilings or maybe it's, you know, whatever church you've been in. It depends on what church you go to. It, well, yeah, it depends on what church you go to. But the result is that the reader has been transported someplace else, has been given a very full description. Um, all you're doing, you're using a compression algorithm that involves <laughs> something they already know and you right. don't even need to know what it is. Yeah, yeah this is um, one of the, the comments on a previous podcast. Someone asked us. Um, or maybe it was on our, our Twitter feed, how to be rich without increasing length. And this is what we're talking about, this richness. Um, let's, let's focus, um, since we've talked about language and description, about plot, let's focus on character. How can we be more rich with our characters? How can we achieve more, but be more brief with characterizing them? Uh, one thing that I find is very effective is um, to give my characters an activity when I am doing the exposition. Okay. An activity that they need to do anyway. Mm -hmm. So um, instead of having the scene where they are preparing to go to, on, on the trip. Yeah. And the scene where they talk about, you know, what we are going to do, how we are going to kill the monster. Yeah. I do both of those scenes at the same time. Right. Right. And um, if you really, if this is working really well, hopefully the things that they are choosing to pack to go kill the monster it, um, show us who they are as a person, mm -hmm. what they think to bring along, and maybe the, the argument between the two characters as they're packing, and one is putting things in and the other is pulling them out, will show us who these two characters are and their disagreements. Yeah, and you can also plant the gun on the mantle at the same yep. time. Yeah, um, that's, that's an excellent way to do it. Uh, we've talked about before, but let me reiterate to you, um, listeners, having lots of viewpoints is really dangerous Oh yeah. Yes. Um, for newer writers. And one of the hardest things for me to learn as a writer was how to do multiple viewpoints. And I think I learned it best by scaling up slowly, writing good books with fewer viewpoints, and then adding more and more viewpoints. This is particularly problematic for all of you aspiring epic fantasy writers out there, um, of which I was one for many years. Keep your viewpoints down. It allows you to really hit hard a few characters, practice really characterizing them, and it allows you to keep your length of your book down. Um, why is this all important? We're talking about being brief. You know, we never talked about why it's so important to be brief. This is strange coming from a guy who habitually writes really long books. I, I actually have this theory um, that goes back to our discussion about the Hollywood formula. Mm -hmm. That one of the things that it allows you to do, um, short stories frequently, not always, but when you're, when you're looking at top-tier short stories and top-tier novels, frequently uh -huh. short stories are able to deliver a much more painful emotional punch. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because they are so compact that you can build a series of emotions for the reader and deliver that final punch without, um, without letting any of the tension drop. And when things get long, it becomes more difficult to hold the tension. It, it's, you know, the simple analogy is if you have ever tried to string a clothesline, 
it's very easy to get that tight when it's, you're just holding it between your hands, but maintaining tension over a long span is really difficult. Excellent. That's, um, that's, a, that's a really good point. Um, one thing to, to think about is, you know, when we talk about brevity, we're not necessarily talking about making something physically shorter. Yeah. So much as increasing the density of interesting material. Yes. You know, you can have a 400,000 word book that is just packed to the brim with really interesting stuff because you've taken the time to cut out the filler words, to cut out the stuff you don't necessarily need. So that Neil everything Stevenson left is, great at this. is really, mm-hmm. really rich. Yeah. Long books that just all feel rich and dense all the way along. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, um, any other parting words on brevity? I think we want to end this podcast on time. Ooh. <laughs> just because it's a very fast. Podcast. This is something that Howard started to talk about. And most of the time when you are, when you get to the editing phase, um, you can cut the first paragraph and the last paragraph yes, of almost every scene or chapter. Not all of them, but most of them you can chop it. Do it. Let's go ahead can. and stop there. Let's actually okay. stop on time. Um, let's do a writing prompt. Um, Howard. Okay. Um, you have a group of characters in a spaceship Ten on seconds. a very, very long tip on a very, very long trip. Um, tell us why it's important and tell us what the problem is and solve the problem in 150 words. This has been Ryan. Excuse- Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.